what, when, where, how the hell are ya? Straight to voicemail. Welcome to another roller coaster ride of Straight to Voicemail with Sammy C. Because it doesn't matter if it's your conservateur, your boss bitch, your bitch boss, both of which are in the room today. Hey, or yeah. maybe it is your <laughs> grandmother calling you for the fifth time today on your 10 minute call of the day. It doesn't matter. Send that shit straight to voicemail because we have some work to do. So we can't be talking on the phone all day, every day with Auntie this, Donnie that, Grandma this. Everybody cannot be on the phone. So we have got to put them down today. And welcome. If you haven't guessed it yet, one of our most prestigious guests, um, Lauren, won't be caught dead as a one-car family. Moran, vitiligo survivor, Zazetta. All of which we have in the room today. Welcome to the show, my very most daunting co-host, I'd have to say, yet. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great, Sammy C. I mean, that was a hell of an intro that you gave me, so thanks yeah. so much. You struggled through it a little bit. I did. I have to say I've never been so nervous for a podcast because if anybody can go toe-to-toe, uh, whip it out as hard as Sammy C, it's Lauren Moranzazetta. She is a scary, <laughs> daunting, co- cutthroat person, and I'm happy to have her here on the show. Stumbling over his words. I'm stumbling. Stum- I'm nervous. <laughs> If we had video yet, which we're never going to get that, my face is red, I'm sweating, palms are sweaty. It's a, it's a nerve-wracking experience to have someone that can truly tear you down in, a, in the best way possible on the show. Thanks, Sam. I, I really appreciate that. And know? I mean all this in kind of the best way possible. So <laughs> that's why I felt like when we're trying out new co-host opportunities – since we're on the market, why not give you the perfect audition opportunity? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, like your five listeners are really going to appreciate me being on here. Yeah, so. the, the one, two, three, four, five, you can count on one hand listeners that are here today. We're happy to have them. Happy Monday, because as always, we drop this on a Monday when I wish you a great week. It's, it's still January, I think. We're almost through the first month of 2022. How has your year been so far, Lauren? It's been a roller coaster ride, Sam. It's been it's been great. I mean, I had COVID in between Christmas and New Year's. You did have I'm COVID. I'm a COVID survivor. How does it feel to join the club? Uh, it's pretty wonderful. You know, I get to tell my story and share my experiences with others. And so what is that story? Great. Did you were you at the pits of hell? Were you? I wasn't too bad. I actually, how were you? I actually enjoyed my COVID experience. I really did. I got to relax. That's kind of small minded of you to say, considering people are dying every day. You know, and you enjoyed your COVID experience. I enjoyed. Could you explain that? Yes, I can. (laughs) So I enjoyed my COVID experience because I got married in October, biggest wedding of the year. You know, because you were there. Mm -hmm. Then we transitioned. Excuse me. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You had the best wedding time of there. the year. Yeah, I, I did have the best time. Throwing of the year. up in Bruno's car on the way uh, home. Wait, <laughs> I actually don't know if that was ever talked about on the show because I might have been during a little sabbatical, as we <laughs> like to call them, where we weren't quite recording consistently. Why don't you tell them the story? So, JIC, we'll talk about that story where we had an actual, absolutely incredible time at the Zazetta wedding. It was outside on a beautiful rainy day, um, but love was in the air nonetheless under that tent. COVID, love, everything was under that tent, and it was an incredible day. Um, you had uh, it, it was it was so beautiful. It really was. I have to say, you did Thanks. a great job planning it. Um, and then the drinks, of course, were flowing. I was a little nervous to be there. We had work friends, so I had to behave. I had friends of a friends that I knew even before I knew you. So it was it was a daunting day. It got pushed back because of the rain. It I did. was I had prepped for four p.m. and all of a sudden at six p.m. I had to lay back down, shower again. It was a lot of prep. I had prepped so, for four p.m. as well. Well, I can't. So you know. I, we're not talking about you right now. It wasn't your wedding day. <laughs> oh, um, I'm sorry. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was an incredible, incredible day, nonetheless. Um, and like I said, I was, I was drinking. We went from the wine to the Parker and the Ella to the vodka soda. I know I wore a vodka soda that you were drinking. You did. So. I was on the dance floor ripping it up, and I dropped my glass, splattered everywhere. Luckily, it was when I was on the vodka kick and not the red wine. Or Thank God. That could have ended terribly, terribly, You would terribly. no longer be recording this podcast. No, we, we probably wouldn't be where we're at today, which is the best of friends. But um, eh. And then I, then we hit the karaoke for a bit at the Zazetta wedding. Um, that was a little rough. That it, was a rough patch it was in the a wedding. Rough patch. I, I don't exactly recall every 
detail of that time frame because it was it was a rocky road. It was. And that was truly the start. That was kind of when you're going up the roller coaster <laughs> and you're at the pit. No, you're at the the peak. The peak. And the you're peak. about to just rip it right down the hill and that was truly what my life was. Cuz I jumped in the car on the way home. Granted, Lauren lives on they call it the farm. It's more of an estate. Is that fair? No, it's called Clada Manor. It's a manor. But everybody Ooh. refers to it as a farm. The farm. But if it is not a farm. If you're in the know, it's called the farm. <laughs> but it's truly a manor, an estate. Um, and it's up in the country. It's up in bumfuck nowhere. So the windy roads are rough when you have just drank enough for two people. And my dad, I love you, dad, but you're not the best driver in the world. He, he loves to pump the brakes. He whips it around the curves probably hit the rumble strips a few times and all of a sudden I just spewed everywhere inside the car and nobody there was two people in the back four people in the one row next to me so three people next to me nobody noticed from the from the action only seconds later from the stench did people finally realize what was going on and everybody's like oh Jesus say oh God I was like no 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 it wasn't me it wasn't me and then I had to fess up to it, and then Miss Teresa forced me in her show. It was just, from there, not great. No. And I blame – I can't blame anyone but myself, let's be honest. Yeah. I, I mean, I blame Celine a little bit because you were singing some Celine. Celine Dion. Yeah. We I, sang it all. We sang – we ripped it all. You did a rendition of The Prayer for me, which prayer, was which such a memorable always, experience. That was my gift to you. Um, I, I know you love it. my rendition of The Prayer where I can – Sing both the male and the female part all at one time. Um, Epic. It's truly epic. Uh, We'll save that for another episode. Um, We can't go on without mentioning that we have another special guest here, a a guest producer, Adam Green Creative. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm just peachy, Sam. I'm happy to be finally uh, contributing to turning this podcast into something that many people will actually listen to. Mm, Yep. See, there we go. Now you know why I was so nervous. (laughs) Because these people are ruthless. It's they our job. Ab- absolutely, <laughs> incredibly ruthless. Um, Sam, you've got a big head, and sometimes you just need to be brought back down to earth. Just like to beat you down a little bit every yeah, day. Yeah, they really do, but it keeps me honest. It keeps me motivated to improve every day. Um, so we're happy to have Adam here as well, the voice of reason, that voice that could sing you any lullaby and put you right to sleep. It's so silky. We're happy to have you. Um, let's hope this gets produced a little quicker than Lauren's wedding video. Can we can we cross our fingers for that? Uh, we're producing podcast content for 2025 right now. <laughs> yeah, because Lauren's wedding was in October, and I think what we got like a 10 second teaser, and that was about it. Yeah, just just a little snippet. And it was blurry. No, it ended up being <laughs> blurry. Yes, but that was at no fault of Adam's. It wasn't that Adam's was, fault. That I think that that was poor uploading on my part. All so right, so I we'll won't blame, blame Adam Green Creative. We won't blame Adam Green Creative, but we will blame you for the delay in footage. Is I'm that hoping fair? that it's of the best quality because I've seen a lot of wedding videos recently that have been less than what I would expect from my dear friend Adam. Yeah, less than desirable. That's Ugh. probably – it could be worth the wait. And I trust Adam. I've seen his work at the big boy job. I've seen his work at – other concert venues that I know he's done in the past because he truly has the backstage pass to some really cool places. So his talent is undeniable, but his timing is questionable. So we'll see how we do um, with the podcast. But I'm having the best of hopes for this one because I think it's going to sound great. It's going to be great. Greatness is on the way. He's buttering me up right now, but I'm not going to be any nicer to him. I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect. I appreciate your kind words, Sam, but you know you're not getting off that easy. I have to be kind if I'm going to be rude all at the same time. That's kind of how we flow at this at this establishment. Is the little yin to the yang when we're roasting each other. I don't know. I don't think we're at any specific establishment right now. No, but I'm just talking about where we know each other from. Okay, that's true. Is my point is when we're there at the place of work, then we have to have the yin and yang. Like Lauren will call me Santa or say, oh, wow, look how skinny you used to be before you started working here. <laughs> but then she'll bring me leftover cashew chicken and all will be forgiven. So that's kind of how we, we keep that relationship flowing. That is very true. Is I bring you all of my leftovers because you are the human garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> I am the human garbage can. Wow, what a title. That is something that makes me feel both honored and makes me want to cry and crawl in a hole. But here I am. Still fighting on through the pain, which as I talk, I regret every single 
decision to put you on this podcast and give you this platform. I don't know why. I don't know why. I feel like I'm probably the best co-host to keep you in line. Yeah, that's truly why I, try, why I invited you. I mean, it all goes back to that fateful day at a viewing is nonetheless where this where this all where this friendship blossom from no that is true very true sam what? was on the hunt for a job <laughs> at a funeral home not looking for a job from the funeral home just looking for a job in general that is not true i was on the job market <laughs> i was i had thought that yeah i was just looking anywhere i could and i remember that my sister had told me oh lauren like she works in marketing like she could be someone really good to talk to and i was like oh yeah that's great when will i see her next boom unfortunately somebody passed away our paths cross. Sam didn't even know that there was supposed to be an early reserve. That is just, not true. I went there to try and find a job. That yeah, is zero exactly. percent true. Uh, I went to pay my respects to my sister and my good friend's relative. Who let's your sister in law is going to be a little jealous. She is. she has wanted to be on straight to voicemail for quite some time, uh, and every week I just say next time, next time, and I never, I just, I never pull the trigger with her, and I feel terrible. Well, you're lucky you pulled the trigger on actually recording a podcast. So that is very it, true. <laughs> it's a little God. hard to book co-hosts in advance when <laughs> you don't actually know if you're recording one or not. Well, that's what we're working on little by little is making this more consistent, um, as I've talked about, but not always followed through with. But the point was that your sister-in-law would be jealous. I'm sorry, Miranda. Do you have anything to say to her? I'm, I'm sorry, Miranda. I guess I just have more content to give you in a quicker turnaround time i don't think i can comment on that because <laughs> it could stir up some trouble <laughs> but um content wise we're just happy to have you let's just say that right yeah. right mer kisses <laughs> we love you miranda we love you. <laughs> but anyway back to how me and lauren truly became friends because we had some history as kids um our paths crossed then I knew some of her 15 boyfriends that she had in her past. Oh, here we go. You know she's got quite the lineup of exes, so I knew a few of them from the past. <laughs> and then it all came to fruition with her final destination, Gino. And then I applied for the job. It's supposed to be part-time, and now it's full-time, and we're the best of friends. And truly, it wasn't my best move to get a job at a viewing, but then, of course, at the same time, it wasn't the best move to get your cooter wax during your husband's <gasps> other um, death in the family. Oh, is that correct? calling me out, Sam. <laughs> calling me correct? out. Um, I have to disagree with you. And it wasn't during the funeral. It was after the funeral at, at the, the wake, wake that I thought was going to end a lot sooner than it did. Right. And I was preparing for my honeymoon the next week. So, yes, I had my sister-in-law, shout out Miranda, drive me across the street. Double, double-edged sword. Not only does she leave the wake for a proper appointment, but she makes her sister-in-law, whose own blood it is that has passed away, leave the wake to escort her to the appointment. The wake was over. It wasn't over. Maybe yes, it she was over. Maybe she those few extra minutes with family. You would know because you I ended up there. showing up to the wake. Because who called me at 5.30 on my way home? Yeah, come on. Come <laughs> hang out. Yeah. After how many bottles of wine was I asked to come? So I came for the grieving. For those that needed me. Oh, yeah. You came for the grieving. And I had two glasses of wine, which I paid for myself. <laughs> so I wasn't mooching. Oh, well, that would be the first time that you weren't And, and maybe it was, but it was a proper time that I decided to grow up. We can, get, in, we can get into all the times you've mooched off of me. Oh, I have zero times mooched off of you. Mm -hmm. What have you provided me? Um, A job. <laughs> a job, food, food, a ride to another viewing, dinner paid for by the Moran family. That is very true. I was honored. And an inside track on becoming the brother Sam of the Huffman family. That's true. That's been my very, it's been an honor of mine as I've stepped into that role and I have you to thank for it. So I truly have, but look at you. You're buttering me up on what you've done where we're getting, we're forgetting that you left a viewing to get your private area wax. And is that really appropriate? What do you have to say for yourself? I don't have anything to say for myself because, exactly, because my people, husband enjoyed you know <laughs> the fact that my cooter was waxed on my honeymoon. So I'm sure he did. And I'm, I, that's a very, very good point. But I, as I as I think about this, I think it's time for another poll on the Instagram. Because uh, you're, you're a product of many of the inspirations we poll on Straight to Voicemail Instagram. 
because you're we disagree a lot, which is we do the main the main point of it. But self care, self care. Dog that came from her because Lauren thinks that when you go to the hair appointment that it's not self care and that it's this. We disagree about the ugly sweater you wore. Because it wasn't pony. that ugly. It was cute. And it wasn't a pony. It was a unicorn. Oh, no. It wasn't a unicorn. I think it, it was, was a reindeer. A reindeer. It was reindeer. What well, else? Oh, and little Ella Bean's Instagram, Instagram that you got a hate on. Maybe. Even though you probably got more followers on this podcast after my dog shared that yeah, she was honestly, talking about on your podcast. The stipulation of Lauren coming on this podcast was that she'd share it on Ella Bean's Instagram <laughs> because she has more followers than me and her me and lauren combined as well i real think i have more people. followers than you do and i don't even have any type of well you've lived a longer life oh, you're 30 okay. years old you're a little older a little bit older than 30 you've but aged thank you. you've had more time that. to gain your following i'm a, I'm a 30 plus one I, I wasn't gonna say it but i was gonna give you the 30 year old age thanks but anyway we're happy to have lauren on the show um she's truly a scary but awesome person it's going to be an exciting show. We have an STD of the week. We have some hot takes that we'll go through. And other than that, we're just here to try out Lauren Moran Zazetta for the position of co-host. And we'll see how she does. So that's all for that. And let's get into the show. All right, moving on. We have our STD, sexually transmitted disease of the week. Lauren Moran's warmed up. She's ready for to, to raise her voice and give her opinions. That's why she's here. Because Lord knows she's opinionated. So I just wanted to get her loosey-goosey ready to talk about our STD of the week. As always here at Straight to Voicemail with Sammy C, we turn towards our STV Straight to Voicemail, but turn away from our sexually transmitted disease because we don't have any time for those. So this week, um, had to think a little bit out of the box. Didn't want to do a person. Side note on STD of the week. We are in the best of graces. The most, we are so happy because Dunkin' Donuts has their big orange and purple straws back. Are we not excited? I didn't even notice your straw color when I picked up your Dunkin' Donuts for you this morning. And I thank you. That took an additional 10 minutes. Look, every fucking good deed she does, it must be brought up for an attention grab. <laughs> so what? I paid for my own coffee. I put it in on the app and you picked it up. And I had to wait Lottie 10 minutes. Da. Had to wait 10 minutes because you always have to order food. And the girl at the Dunkin' Donuts is always slow when she's making the food. Drinks come quick. I sit there. I watch your drink sit. Waiting for the Well, food. say this morning, Waiting I'm running food. a little behind. Don't order food. Just get your coffee. I wasn't running and behind. And I'll oblige very happily. I wasn't running behind. Uh, I was running well, behind you're acting like after it. I waited for you. Okay, then we, we won't do food anymore. It'll be just <laughs> strength, and I'll be just as appreciative. And appreciative. we can announce it every week on the podcast. Oh, Lauren got me Dunkin' Donuts three times this week. <laughs> oh, this week it was four. I've never been more grateful for her. I don't think I would be announcing how many times you buy Dunkin' Donuts in a week, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably, I've cut back <laughs> since the start of my semi-health kick, which we're working on slowly but surely. But anyway, back to our STD of the week. And this one, it's been, it's been really getting after me. I've seen it a lot going around lately, which I'm not against GoFundMes. But I'm against people that donate to a GoFundMe and still put their, their name on the list. I just think they have earned themselves truly a sexually transmitted disease. Because it's just, it's not kind. It's if you're going to do a good deed and give money to a GoFundMe, whoever's in need, whoever's raising money, whatever charity, do it anonymously. I I, I don't know. It just really grinds my gears if you're going to give $2,000 or $200 or $2 and you're still going to put your name next to the, the dollar figure. I think it prevents people from donating because you're like, oh, look, they gave $200 right. and I'm going to be a cheap fuck and only give like 20 bucks. Right. Who, who's going to Who do cares? that? So then you're actually preventing yourself from getting more donations because... I can just tell which... I don't need to go to church to find the good Christian-faring people. I can just go down a list of GoFundMe and whoever put their name are, are sinners. <laughs> that is so and true. And whoever is anonymous, <laughs> though I know not know who you are, I know that you are a Christian. Or the ones with the elaborate comments. Yes, or the captions. Yes, the like, comments are always the best. Or honestly... I wouldn't even be opposed to an anonymous with a little note. Yes. Mm -hmm. I think that could be the perfect mix. Yes. That would be lovely. To donate to a GoFundMe. But when it's like Sally Sue donated $200 and she's, oh my God, I've been thinking about mm. you. I hope this helps you oh. and helps you get through your struggles and I'm praying for you. Mm. Too much. 
Mm. Way too much. They don't pray. No. Second of all, they're only thinking about themselves because they want to put their name and have the admiration. And I'm not taking anything away from the money they give. I think that's great because the people need it. It's important. I think I don't have anything against GoFundMe's. Don't get me wrong. As long as I'd they're love, appropriate. As long as they're appropriate. There are some GoFundMe's yes. that I'm like, mm, I don't know if I'm actually thinking that this should be a GoFundMe. Yeah, like you had the one for your wedding when when you kind of went a little overboard, and then I didn't, <laughs> I thought that put a sour taste in my mouth. Oh yeah. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't appropriate in my opinion, but that's another story. <laughs> Did you do that? No, I didn't do that. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Sam will have to do that for his wedding. If she is to not to be caught dead as a one-car family, do you really think she would not be caught dead? I feel like we should address the one-car family thing because it's not that I wouldn't be caught dead being one-car family. I mean, maybe I would. But I have nothing against people that have one car per family. Wrong. I don't, but I just don't want to be in that position. So and I didn't want to be inconvenienced. Let's talk about what you consider that position <laughs> as. So we're here at the big boy job, wherever we were that day. And her car was in the shop because she has a C-Max, needs some work. Needs a lot of work. Needs a lot of work. <laughs> and she's driving on buttered tires right now, <laughs> but she's working through it. Bottom line is her car is in the shop and she decides to call her husband to see like, oh, what should we do, GA? Like, I got to figure it out. How am I going to get home? Sam can take me. And he's like, okay, Laura, like, I'll come pick you up. Um, and then tomorrow I'll drop you off at work and then somebody can take you to get your car the next day. Oh, gee, we are not going to be a one car family. No, no. So her definition of a one car family was sharing one car for 12 hours. Some people have one car for a year and they make it work. You weren't willing to make it work for 12 hours. That's my, my issue. Okay. I see where you're coming Stump. from. Stump. <laughs> but when the light is on you stop i i just i didn't want to be in that position i had to go get my nails done i had things i needed to do privilege privilege you weren't willing to be a one car family for 12 hours which Sam, is why you have earned that title my i have chosen the lifestyle that i live <laughs> i've chosen this for myself so I don't know what you expect I, from me. I agree. It's just funny. And I'm not saying you're a horrible person. Right. But I think it's just funny that in that moment, you were so concerned about being a one-car family <laughs> for 12 hours for one right. ride home from work and one car back. I thought we were coming in here to like really put Sam on blast, but he's... Uh, it's blasting me. pretty much got your phone under the... I door. mean, you knew this would be brought up. How did you not have a better defense? <sighs> I You've entered know. the courtroom with absolutely nothing. Because I don't feel like I have to defend myself in this. Like, <laughs> I did not want to have to not have a car. So I don't see what the big deal is. It's the use of the word one car family. One car family. It's the jargon behind it. Okay. Poor choice of words. Poor choice of words. So in the big story is this has become quite the joke in, in our friendship. And I also got her a Christmas <laughs> gift. With an unappealing, unattractive picture of myself from Halloween when Dressed I was Snow White. Snow White with a caption, that one car family feeling. And it's become a thing. And I truly appreciate the, the, that it all happened. Whether it was horrible, small-minded or not, it's freaking hysterical. So I appreciate, I appreciate it is my point. Thank you, Sam. But back to, we completely got away from the STD of the week. Which we did, I'm That sorry. week, that was you. But this week, <laughs> it's people that don't go anonymous on GoFundMe pages. I completely Have agree. you ever donated to a GoFundMe? Yes. Okay. I've donated stuff all the time. Facebook, um, fundraisers. Oh, people do the Facebook fundraisers. Yes, like I do one every year around my birthday for Alzheimer's because my sweet. grandfather has Alzheimer's. Oh. Um, so I do one for the Alzheimer's Foundation. Mm-hmm. I love those. I think I that they're great. But I don't like when it's public. Look at me. Look how much I donated. Yeah, I yes, agree. I, I agree think with it's you. Distasteful. What? Look at us. I know. We agree. We're getting along. There is a very rare. Adam, what are your thoughts? You're a charitable man. Oh, I just yeah, I agree. I do agree with you. I think that like you know doing something charitable and impacting your name on it is uh, kind of asking for. Well, it's asking for recognition and like a reward. Yeah, especially on social media. It's just like. GoFundMe's are not that impressive, is they, my point. They made a whole episode of Kirby Enthusiasm about this. Really? It really nails it. You should, you know, I always... See, it. this is my problem. I don't watch enough, and then I come out with these, 
and I look like an asshole because it looks like I'm copying everything. No, I don't think so. I mean, it's like this was a, I mean, this was from the heart. You I always like, look like an I would asshole. Like to preface. So. Yeah, but I don't want to look like a copycat. I I don't mind looking like an asshole. I'm used to that. But I don't want to be looking like a copycat because that's not how I roll. But that's okay. It's, at, at the end of the day, this is still a, a very passionate opinion of mine. And I hope if I'm you're right a part of STV Nation, whether five or 500 people, that's up for debate. We hope you stay away from putting your name on GoFundMe pages or else you're an STD, sexually transmitted disease of the week. If you keep your name off it too, you can make like – Oh, you can make a small a small donation, yeah. not break the bank, still feel like you did something yeah. good, and there's no repercussions. And so there's no shame. This is another thing. There's no shame in donating a small amount of money. Right. I think any bit of money is important. Absolutely. And That's why they have that. those little ticker bars to show how far along yeah. people are to their goal. Every little bit counts. It takes a village. It does. It takes a village. What about when you see like the, the number go up to like $120? three dollars out of two hundred dollars like who donated three dollars yeah who doesn't do and but then that like inspires me to like give what they need to get to their goal if not more because like how cool is it when you see their goal is set for this but that's the other thing that bothers me when you set a goal i feel like you should set it to be an achievable number mm-hmm. and then if you go over it that's wonderful mm-hmm. but if you set this astronomical number that you know that you're not going to be able to get right. to then i I don't know. I just, that bothers me too. Like ask for something that's reasonable Mm -hmm. and be happy if you go over it. Yeah, I agree. All right. All right. All right. We're back for the hot take session of the week here. If you're new to SCV, if Lauren Moran Zazetta has brought you into the best gang in the world, straight to voicemail with Sammy C. We're happy to have you. We welcome you. And this is where we kind of just rip opinions left and right. Whatever's on our mind from the week, random thoughts, Anything is on the table, and we just love to give our opinion because I am a very opinionated person. Um, to rip it off, we're going to start with Adele because she's r- right on the headlines as as we head into recording this episode. She has had a residency planned in Las Vegas. Which is going to be epic. Which, don't even get me started on Adele. Um, Sam was trying to go to a work conference just so he could <laughs> leave the work conference and go see Adele. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't want to go see Adele? I mean, I would be right there with you, but I just thought it was funny that you were trying so hard. If I had to choose one, I'd choose that one, just for the slim chance I could go see Adele in Vegas. He's a weasel. He's got an angle He's on everything. always a everything. weasel. Always a These weasel. These people paint the worst picture of me. It's so nasty. Sam, first of all, you weasel your way into everything. I don't weasel. I think weasel is an aggressive, not very kind word. I make relationships with people <laughs> and we blossom into friendships as your sister if you call that and your mother weasel, has said you have a horseshoe stuck up your ass and man does it feel good all right how about that <laughs> how about that like what do you want me to say how'd you get into the raven suite sam i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> i was blessed with good friendships and relationships and well that's a topic for another day that's another back to adele back to it yeah look at us but my hot take is why and i hate to i hate to trash talk I, and i didn't want to of course i wouldn't make adele would the, you like me to trash STD talk her since you worship the ground that she walks I could, on and I could sing tra- her multiple times a day <laughs> okay I, i'm getting there if Let i had to the hear I'm not, sam's favorite adele song one more time you wouldn't even know it no, I don't. I don't even know what it's called. I have so many. I don't even know what it's called because I have to listen to you sing Adele and then I turn it off and I replace it with something better. With something better. Taylor Swift. Oh, God. That is another thing we disagree on is Taylor Swift. T-Swift. Constant presence Ugh. in Every marketing day suite. at work is constant <laughs> Adele. Not Adele. Not Adele. You made me so angry. I can't even think. <laughs> Taylor Swift. It's the same stupid song. We listen to that 10-minute song how many times? We've listened to multiple of her songs. We love to go through her entire song collection, everything that she's re-recorded because we refuse we to listen. We love Taylor's version. We, yes, so Im- we so refuse to listen to a single Taylor Swift song that mm. is not a Taylor's yeah. version song because we do not want to support anybody other than Oh, we couldn't support Swift. anything having to do with a legal contract that has her <laughs> binded to actual legal things that she signed away. We would hate to do that. You're so right. But anyway, back to Adele, who has postponed her Vegas residency because the proper equipment is not ready. And my my only point is, if she's got a dress to cover the, the bits, if she's got a microphone, 
and she's got some lights and a violin and a piano. Those are the only fucking thing Adele needs. I don't even think she needs a violin and a piano. She could sell a solely acoustic show and people would still come. Yeah, but a lot of She could walk down the Vegas Strip and find the hobo beating on the bucket yeah. and the guy with the guitar and pull them in and it would right. be an amazing show. You would look show. down on the hobo. I wouldn't look down. I love <laughs> hobos. Oh. Because <laughs> that wasn't my water. <laughs> no, um, I'm not saying anything against hobos. I love a hobo with a hustle. We that love a is, hobo with a hustle. Well, that is one of my favorite Honestly, things. if I had a nickname going into 2022, it is hobo with a hustle. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if you see a hobo that has a hustle, they're playing some type of instrument, they've got something going on, aren't you more likely to support them than the guy sitting there with a the sign? Yeah, that's true. Right? And half of them are, like, really talented. So think yeah. about it. Adele walking down the Las Vegas Strip finds the guy with the buckets. Mm-hmm. Awesome. There's your story. There's your drums. She finds the guy that's singing. Yeah. Sounds beautiful. Pulls him in. Backup yeah. singer. There's her show. Yeah. yeah. Until they all show up to the show smoking crack. <laughs> <laughs> smoking a bunch of homeless Vegas hobo bombs. <laughs> and the whole thing falls apart. And she's got to give everybody And then they, like, back. Adele and the Mug hobos. Adele. <laughs> They, then they would mug her, and she'd be like, oh, no, Brody. Like, she would be so, like, oh, she would be. But no, seriously. Like, no, but, but my point She's is, not a Cirque du Soleil show. I like, agree. what does she need? But her new album is very string heavy, so she would need some string instruments. And other than that, give her a fucking microphone and sing. You don't think that she could put out, like, hey, anybody in the Vegas area be interested in be in my string section think about the amount of people that would fly to vegas just for that opportunity we don't know what goes into producing a top quality vegas show that's true so that's the only thing is our our lack of knowledge but our our lack of love for adele is not is not what's lacking so i love her a little bit less than you but i do think that she's a very talented artist i just think she's so talented and her new album is just incredible and it doesn't get the love it deserves other than one song that's played on the radio constantly that every I think that's why I don't Tom, like Dick, her. and Harry thinks they can cover, which you can't. But that's another story. But anyway, Adele, just go sing. I would pay, I would pay the ticket price if she got up there and sang without the huge production that she's lacking. I guess you would. Point. Yes. Wow. If she would just sing, wow. I would. In a minute. But Vegas residency is like a milestone in a big career. Like yeah, exactly. In Vegas, wanna... everything's bigger and yeah. crazier. So like. If you're gonna do it, you gotta do it all the way, right? Yeah, yeah. that means pushing it off I agree. a couple of weeks. Push it off. Yeah, but she—I don't think she's planning on pushing it off a couple of weeks. It sounds like she's like pushing it off for a while. Yeah, like she was all upset about it. And mm-hmm. can we all talk about the fact that she said she stayed up for thirty hours? I didn't hear that part. I'll be she honest. said, "I've been up for thirty hours." Have Jesus. any of you ever stayed up for thirty hours? Yes. Yes. Really? Yeah, oh, I could not stay up for thirty hours. No, we wouldn't I would want you ha- to. <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't have to. You, we wouldn't. Wouldn't you wouldn't want that, that for me. <laughs> God forbid. It begins to feel very surreal. But like, really? 30 hours? That's like more than a day. Whoa. This, we brought the brains this week <laughs> as well, if you haven't heard, for Christ's sake. <laughs> oh, my God. But anyway, Adele, we love you. We're How rooting for you. How long have you ever stayed up? I don't know. Like 10 hours? I don't know. No, I've, no, I've been up longer Usually, than that. Usually the bachelor. Like, because when we used to go to the horse shows, I'd get up at, like, 3.30, and then we wouldn't get home until probably 10.30, 11 o'clock. So those were long days. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't feel like I've ever stayed up, like, more than a whole day. Crazy. I did go to a rave one time, though, and I stayed up until the next morning, but I took a nap earlier in the day, so I wouldn't so be tired. So you were prepped. I was. I was ready to go. Oh, of course. Of yeah. course. We wouldn't expect anything less. Got to be prepared. We love a rave. Love a good Two rave. friends coming <gasps> up in like two weeks, so I'm jazzed for that. That's a whole other story. Anyway, next up, and in, in, while we're on the pop culture ladies and pop topic, we got to talk about Jamie Lynn's. Oh. oh, my God. Did You, you didn't even, well, in, in full transparency, Lauren is not completely prepped for this topic because I'm not. she didn't finish the interview on Call Her Daddy. Now, I'm Shout out our halfway competitor. through part one of the interview, but I'm already irritated and don't know if I'm going to finish it. So I, I have to say my heart is with Jamie. Really? Jamie Lynn, I should say. Not yeah. 
Jamie Lynn without the E. Which also I never realized that her fucking name is her dad's <laughs> name and her mom's name. But her mom's name spelled one, wrong. And they spade up, spelled it differently. <laughs> yes. So they spelled her name call wrong. me Helen Bruno from now on. And that is my fucking name <laughs> if, if I were a Spears. Which is we the don't talk about thing. Bruno, though. We don't talk about Bruno. Why not? Oh, my gosh. Have you not seen Encanto? Oh, I haven't seen Encanto. Uh, Lauren is also a big Disney person. And oh, my god, I am not. We don't talk about I Bruno. Thought, I thought you were like, we don't talk about Does my your dad. dad like, How does loves. your dad feel about that? Being kind of like the hash, like quote unquote villain of two Disney movies? Well, you know, my dad, he, he embraces the villain role. He, okay. he, he truly does. Um, he's been the black sheep his whole life with his family. There we go. There so we go. He is a fighter, though, nonetheless. So, so he embraces the Silencio Bruno. Silencio Bruno. That, that's what he's heard from his brother and his dad his whole life <laughs> was Silencio Bruno. <laughs> that's a whole other podcast, but. Oh, I can't wait to get into that. Oh, goodness. Uh, but, um, yeah, he, he would probably embrace it, I would guess. Yeah. So, okay. He, he's a quiet guy. Yeah. Unless he's partying it up at Top Hat with Victor T. Oh, That's shout out Victor T. Shout out Victor T. Oh, that was an incident when we found out the DJ of Lauren's wedding. We. But he pulled it through. He, uh, I'll get there. He, he really did pull it off. But we were worried there for a minute. Um, There was, there was a time where... My heart dropped because let's just say the best dancer at a Victor T DJ outing sometimes is my dad who has had a double knee replacement and is just a tad overweight. So your heart drops when you hear that. But man, he whipped it out of his rear end and killed it. So he really did. I, I was a doubter. Not that I think Victor T listens to this podcast. <laughs> not, not that I do, but if he does, he crushed it. So yeah. we gotta, we gotta give props where props is due. Um, some would say the best vendor you had. Uh, I don't know about that. I would. The best vendor I had? I think my florist. Shout out Stacy Bowen Floral. Amazing. And then Adam Green Creative. So I'm, that was my I'm, point. I'm uh, hoping. <laughs> to be determined. That yeah, was my point. Eh, I don't know. Is that it was better than Adam Green Creative. But that was a joke. Oh, I missed that joke. I'm sorry, Sam. That's okay. We'll let it slide. Well, we don't know that, though. I mean... Victor T might be better than Adam Green Creative. We just haven't seen what Adam has done. So yeah, we'll see when it comes out. Yeah, six months. But back to Jamie. <laughs> we have, again, gosh, we love a tangent. Love a tangent. It's gonna be a long episode. I kind of love it. Ooh, love it. Um, it's getting dark. Um, but anyway, there, there's just there's something about her heart and her soul that I feel bad for, and I think that she gets a bad rap because she's not Britney and she's not the famous one, and I think we have to remember. That she was raised by wolves as well. Not I, just Britney. I don't know about this whole thing because I feel like she definitely is jealous of her sister. Let's be real. Like, you can't be a little sister and not be somewhat jealous of your older sister who is famous. Yeah, I'd be jealous. Right, exactly. So for her to act like, oh, no, she was such an inspiration to me. Like, I want nothing but the best for her. Like, no, you don't. Like, maybe... You do to a point, but you also wanted to be famous too. Yeah. And to act like she got famous on her own merit and not because of who her sister yeah. was, I don't know if I agree with that. Yeah, I don't think she was the the anchor of Zoe 101 right. with her acting. Right, exactly. But that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying she didn't ride the coattail. I'm not saying any of that. And I'm she's just... still riding the coattail. Like, this whole book tour thing, riding the coattail. Britney's crazy. But she's got her own story. All for rocker, out of her conservatorship. Ugh conservatorship but like you're off your rocker i'd love to hear a book from <laughs> selena in a minute i'd read that book put it out there let us let's read it do it let's that's do what it. i'm saying like she has the knowledge of everything we want to know but the people just are afraid to know it is what i think they don't want to hear the bad the good the ugly they only want to hear the good they don't want to hear the ugly they don't want to hear the bad they only want to hear that britney was bat battered and beaten and that's all the narrative can be and i don't think that's true I don't Adam think that's thoughts? the true narrative. Uh, I'm not super tuned into any of this, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think that Britney's fucking crazy. I think the whole yes, she's crazy. crazy. Her Instagram is one of my favorite things to look at. Yeah, it makes me so happy. She's absolutely mad. I, I agree. I agree with. Uh, I guess I agree with Lauren though that like you know, it, Britney's getting a lot of spotlight now. All of a sudden, all this conservatorship stuff. She's free. She's acting like a total total bozo on social media yeah bozo so why wouldn't jamie lynn try to cash another check off of that right and yeah. all of a sudden jamie lynn's relevant again yeah. britney became relevant again jamie lynn became relevant again like yeah. come uh, on that's just how the cookie crumbles 
Uh, I don't when know. when Kim's on top, Chloe and Courtney are right there beside That's her. That's another one. Oh my god. They're riding the coattail. But why you know, it's just the way of veins. I can't stand the Kardashians. Oh god. But I love I will stop and I will read every single thing about them photoshopping or mistakenly mm-hmm. posting an unphotoshopped photo. Yeah. I love reading about the whole Pete Davidson, Kanye, Kim triangle. Mm-hmm. That I love just that. love that. Another one, Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. I don't find them interesting at all. You I think, don't? Oh and I my love gosh. celebrities. I think they are so boring. They're like, just. I don't think they have anything. I think they're weird. I, that's what I, and I, I think. I they'll think get that's divorced what attracts me to them but, is their weirdness. And that they like, think about that. Like, yeah, he is so weird. And he found someone who appreciates his weirdness to the point where she will put on a ring that has thorns in it that will hurt her when she takes it off. What? Yeah, it's bizarre. But at the same time, it just has no. Like, it does not get my blood flowing And that all. whole I don't thing, know why. like, blows my mind because you're supposed to take your jewelry off when you're, like, washing your hands and washing the dishes. And, like, every time she takes it on and off, it's going to hurt her. Why would you want that? They're, I would not agree to that. people. Yeah. It's just weird. Do like, you think that she really drank his blood and he drank her blood? Yeah. You do? And I think, I that, think that that I was think an that attention grab, too. I think that that was just know. for media attention. Like, oh, my God, they drank each other's blood. Yeah, but I could see them also just, like, they just turn. I don't know. I think Machine Gun Kelly is a weird looking individual, <laughs> and I just don't get it. First off, and I also just weird don't dude. see the. I don't see it. Like she is a smoke show. Yeah, and Courtney and Tra- like Travis is weird looking with all the tats, but like I get it. You know them. I just don't get. I don't get. Yeah. How do you go from Brian Austin Green to that? I don't know. I don't get it. Maybe he's really good in bed. Maybe. They got to be real kinky. Real. Oh, they definitely have a red room of pain. That's where the blood comes in. Yeah. They have a red room of pain. bedroom. Ugh. I don't agree with them. But anyway, I'm I'm, I'm still holding out for Jamie Lynn is my point. I think she she has a voice and I'm ready to listen. And I want to hear... I want to hear more. I'm excited. Maybe I'm gonna we'll have finish her. It. I'm going to finish it and see what happens. Maybe we'll have her on straight to voicemail next. Fuck call her daddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, next up, we got to talk about... I, I forgot about a few things last week that I had to talk about, but I was intoxicated, so... I didn't remember everything I wanted to touch on. But New Year's Eve kissing videos are just disgusting. And I think it just shows you who's going to last and who's not. Because if all you fucking care about is getting your kiss on video and posting it for your every Tom, Dick, and Harry to see, I really don't think your love is that intimate and touching. I think, I think it's kind of weird, first of all, that you're going to take the biggest moment of the year, the eclipse, the start of a year, and use it to post a kissing video of you and your significant other. Do you see a lot of those? Where I do you see I saw a those? good amount this year. A oh. good amount. I'd say 10, which is too much. I think they're weird. I must be too old like, for that. If you're kissing, your, shouldn't that just be an intimate moment and something that... Like a smooch or like a full-on like, make-out? Like both. Kind of kiss? I don't know. I just like, I think, a, I think a, some of them... I think that's the point is a lot of them were make-outs. That's gross. I'm not saying don't make out with your significant other. I just don't want to see it. So you're saying on that New Year's Eve. You're saying that five, four, three, two, one, phones up, smooch in, mm-hmm. and then they're posting it where? On Instagram. Why am I missing these things? On Facebook. Not, I, I don't have it. Could have you seen gap. any of them? Nothing. It could uh, be the age gap. Probably those little weasels that you're hanging out with. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> but just in general, I just think it's a weird thing to do. Tongue or no tongue? Tongue in some. Ugh. Some were smooch, some were tongue. Some. I mean, I think a smooch is cute. Full, full penetration. No, no, I'm just kidding. Oh but either way, I just think the range. No matter the range, it's too much. I wouldn't hate a little smooch. Like that's kind of cute. Even opposing it. Well, it, that's the thing. It's a post like like a post. I, I, yeah, I think I'm I. Story Snapchat. I don't know those type of things. I wouldn't hate a little smooch. Tongue. That is too far. I agree. Don't be posting that. A permanent post on like your feed that's too much you don't need that either but even a story it was summer stories and i just didn't want to see it i think it's too much Then don't look at it sam (laughs) that's not the point (laughs) so what if you were dating someone and she was like or he or whatever it was like they don't forget the days yeah the days they them they they said sam the ball's dropping kiss me for my instagram no or else i'm leaving you kiss me for the gram that would be it. See, that's the thing. I think it's for publicity, and I don't want to see it. I think it's ridiculous. Okay. I think the couples that you didn't see are the ones that are still going to be together. I made it with my years. husband. 
You what? I made out with my husband. Yeah, but I didn't see it on your Instagram story. You didn't story. see it on my Instagram story. I've seen a lot story. of other shit on your Instagram story <laughs> that you post on quite often, but I did not see that. Nope. You didn't see that. So that's my point, and that's all I have to say. So next year, 2023, just leave it leave it for your own eyes. Or block Sam or so block he doesn't me. have to see it. If I'm pissing you off, then fuck me. I don't really care. <laughs> next up, I want to talk about alarm clocks on the iPhone because I think it's, as, I, as I've realized... They kind of sabo us. They sabotage our lives with the way that they set up the snooze and the stop button. When my alarm goes off, the big, bright, orange, eye-catching button is the snooze button. And the little, dull one at the bottom is the stop. So your eyes go right to the snooze, and then you're tempted to be like, ah, snooze. What? So they're sabotaging us into snoozing and not getting up and carpeing the diem and seizing the day. It's I don't all know iPhone's fault. I don't know anything about this. What do you mean you don't know anything about this? I don't. I don't know anything about this. You don't use so an alarm in I the don't, morning? I don't even use the orange button, though. I don't even open my eyes to snooze it. I just reach over and smack my side table until I find my phone and then and just click it. the buttons on the side until it stops making noise. And then that sends it to snooze, right? Well, it sends it to snooze, and then I have an alarm set for every, like, five minutes. So after, like, 15 or 20 minutes, they've all stacked up, and my phone is just making so much noise that I have to get out of bed to deal with it. Oh, my morning is much more pleasant. It's chaotic. You, why let's how do you get up in the morning well see i live that not one car family manner life so my husband wakes me up nicely in the morning he sets the alarm but i don't even hear it go off and then he wakes me up and tells me it's time to get ready to go to work or on the off chance that he's in the bathroom or not in the bedroom the children that live next door to me screaming at seven o'clock in the morning to their parents their parents screaming at them will wake me up in the morning so so you never set an alarm no. Mm-mm. What about before Gino? For like high school, you wouldn't set an alarm? Before Gino, I did set an alarm, yes. But I don't remember it ever being a problem. But I'm also the type of person that like when I know there's an alarm set, I'll actually wake up before the alarm yeah, yeah, I because agree. I'm like in such panic mode that I'm going to miss the alarm yeah. that I don't sleep well. Or when you have to wake up early, like drive somewhere and you are the one that's driving and you have to set the alarm and then you never get to sleep because you're so pressured to get to sleep so that you're well rested to drive and beat the alarm yeah oh, it's just i also never liked the alarm sounds so i would set a song that i liked to play mm. so that would be like a gentle way to wake me up in the morning why are you shaking I, your head I at have me, this, Adam? i have this picture in my head of you like <laughs> waking up as soon as the first sun rays like make it through this <laughs> through your bedroom window and they like hit your face and a little bluebird like lands yeah. in the window <laughs> and he's like chirping and gino like brushes your hair back and gives you a kiss and he's fucking snow white wake up love it's time for the day <laughs> and mm. you're like oh yeah this is what everyone does right and still wearing her elf wig from the the night before (laughs) (laughs) so actually when i used to live in my grandparents house on the farm i had a very hard time with the sunlight coming into Mm. my bedroom window that that would actually wake me up a lot of Mm. times before the alarm would too so she would have one of the groundsmen stand outside her window (laughs) with a palm leaf to block the light she wanted to sleep in no we just got those um shutter shades to where i could like completely black out the one window so i wouldn't have it like hitting me in the face but yes Mm. i mean that's essentially what my morning is like every morning my husband comes in honey it's time to get up and go to work and and every morning she wakes up and baby barks because she realized she's in a town home (laughs) and not on the manor anymore (laughs) (laughs) oh sorry hon sorry no but you should what's the matter babe oh nothing nothing the the difference in my mornings when gina wakes me up nicely versus when the children are outside screaming Mm. are just like just vast like opposites mm-hmm. of what vast, happened like vast. he comes back in the bedroom and i'm like those fucking kids are outside mm-hmm. screaming again what is wrong with them mm-hmm. like if you are a parent and it is 6 o'clock in the morning yeah. and your kid is outside ah, screaming like a fucking lunatic mm. don't you feel like you would correct them like Not hey anymore. other people might be sleeping or be starting their day yeah. like there's no reason for you to yell yeah the I juxtaposition of the kids next door compared to the birds trotting on the land. Right. The, the rumble of the jungle of the horses on the farm waking yeah. you up. It's just unbearable. <laughs> a little whinny from a horse versus nee. a hellion three-year-old outside. Time like get up. Nee. <laughs> <laughs> My Whatever. parents had chickens, <sighs> so I would always wake up to the roosters, and I wanted to fucking kill them. 
But my rooster, rooster he cockles noodle doos all day long. Like there, there's like a misconception that like roosters only do that at one point in the day. Oh, they do it all day long. They do it all day long. But as soon as you open the coop and they run out in oh, the yeah. yard and they're going crazy, I want to fucking murder those things. I love watching a chicken run. Have you ever seen a yeah. chicken run, Sam? No. That's going to be our first. What's it called when you do like a video thing? What? I don't know what you're like talking a, um, about. Like a blogger does a video. Like a vlog? A vlog. That's oh going to be my first vlog for Straight to Voicemail is going to be me at the farm. A chicken and I think that would be running is one of my <laughs> favorite things to watch because they don't have any arms. Like right. they just got their little wings and their little legs and they're like, ooh, 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 ooh. like you can't see what I'm mm-hmm. doing because this is a podcast. Right, but this like, is a podcast. They just are so funny looking when they're running because yeah. they just look so weird. We'll see it on the vlog in a few months. Yeah, see it on the <laughs> vlog. But yeah, right, anyway. But, uh, what the fuck are we even talking about? <laughs> are we still on New Year's alarms, Eve kisses alarms, or alarms? alarms? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> alarms. Anyway, fuck the iPhones for having the snooze button be brighter and bigger than the stop button is all I had to say about that. But I suggest getting a significant other to wake you up in the morning, Sam. So that well, make- I'll work on that. Uh, zinger. <laughs> or I'll move to the farm and have the horses wake me up. <laughs> think that'll probably come sooner well, at this rate you're me and gray i'll be shacking up, up. <laughs> i'm moving with my pal except for gria waking you up in the morning is just her yelling up the steps <laughs> like lauren get up <laughs> oh god anyway <sighs> a few more left and then I, we probably have enough for, for know, uh, two so episodes we gotta keep rolling just because they're on my list but uh, uh, my, my la- i'll just do a last one and i think it's it has to do with celebrities and the omicron and the the covid who gives a flying fuck when the celebrities test positive for COVID? I don't, I don't think that's a headline. I know. I think it's kind of stupid that they're still reporting that. I think it's stupid that anybody's still reporting it. Really. I, I agree as a whole agreed. Like at this point, they don't even care if like the medical professionals right. have it. They're right. still having them come to work. Like, so <laughs> I'd rather see page six, six reporting on my parents who both beat COVID for the second time. Right. That's a story. COVID survivors. There's a fucking headline. Yeah. 60 years old, I not mean, in the best shape, a little overweight, and they just beat COVID for the second time. I get letting There's people know about, like, celebrities and things that people care about, like, the people that people care about, like, right. that are that are in the hospital. Right, or right. if they pass away, like, God forbid somebody passes away from COVID. That's mm-hmm. upsetting, and you would want to know about that. Yes. But I do not care if you got mild flu symptoms and you're just going to be quarantined. Right, in your like, McMansion with right. your 5,000 fucking butlers who are going to give you a banana bag and you'll be quite all exactly. right. Exactly. Like, I don't care about that. It's so bullshit. I agree and nobody with you. cares. No, nobody cares. Do you remember <sighs> how crazy it was, though, when, like, Tom Hanks and his wife I know. have COVID? Yeah. yeah. When I think of COVID, I think of Tom Hanks. I feel like he was the poster child. He was like the first. He was the, the OG. Hundred patients. Right? Yeah, he was yeah, the OG. He was literally at the forefront of it, which is wild. Thank goodness he survived. He's one of my faves. Yeah, I love Tom Hanks. I just like I just love him, and I don't like thinking anything bad about him. I no. bet he's like the nicest person ever. Oh uh, yeah, I agree. I hate think about celebrities that just aren't what you picture. Makes me so sad. I know. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. That's all I have for this episode of Straight to Voicemail with Sammy T. Sammy T. Sammy T. Sammy T. Well, Sam, I had a hot take, but you didn't oh, right, cover right. my not, hot let's take. Let's not glaze over Larzy girl. Larzy girl. What What were your hot takes that we that we didn't get through? I had a couple, but we'll just cover no, one. No, no, let's Since do We're a, short on time. We're short on time. Larzy girl, can I give you some some honest feedback? What? I think you'll be back, so <sighs> we'll be able to do those next yes. time. Okay. Okay. I'll I'll start a list. Okay. Because I have a lot. Start to say. a big fat list. Big fat list. And then you'll be my little skinny co-host. Oh, love that. Love that you called me little skinny. Even though you don't treat me the same, I'll be nice to you on air. (laughs) Oh, you're the best, Sam. Mm -hmm. As long as you check off the things on your to-do list that is ever growing, that it just hangs on the wall at work, that would be great. I'm sure I'll get to it someday. (laughs) No, so the main hot take that I had for this episode, Sam, is the car buying experience. Mm. Why does it have to be so freaking difficult? Like, I understand. So... Just to let everybody know, I am currently in the process of purchasing a new car. Mm. I've been in this process since the beginning of November. Yes, Sam, I know. That's a lot. Long time, right? Long time. And I know. I'm trying to I've buy I've been it. in it for one week. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm already ready to be I done. Love, it makes I me nervous. I love going on this journey with you as well because it's just so fun. Mm. Um, but... I know I'm trying to buy a car in like the worst time. I've heard that so many times. Literally every time I tell somebody I'm buying a new car, they go, oh, don't you know that this is the worst time to buy a car? And I'm like, 
yeah i do but i want to buy one anyway so i don't care yeah it was also the worst time to throw a 200 plus person wedding but you did it anyway did it anyway fuck them exactly exactly worst time to have a 30th birthday had a 30 plus one birthday party Mm -hmm. thank you to my husband for that that wonderful surprise you weren't there we weren't really friends yet (laughs) (laughs) but so i'm trying to buy this car and it's literally taken me months and as i'm trying to buy it i feel like i'm an inconvenient inconvenience to the dealership Mm -hmm. which as the customer i don't feel like i should feel that way not at all i think you've i've heard you go through this for the past couple months and i think you honestly found the worst possible guy slash dealership on the market and in a combination of the bad market i think that's why you have such an awful awful experience i feel like that's my luck though it's like this is how this is how things happen in my life like i attract like these kind of like weird situations weird awful adam says that all the time like you're blessed nonetheless but you have these weird yeah unfortunate luck i am so blessed i have the best family i have the best friends i love my job Mm -hmm. but i get put into the weirdest situations Mm -hmm. and i think it's just because i'm like such a nice person that i just will take on any kind of like crazy such a nice person I really am, Sam. (laughs) I can't (laughs) believe that you're professing your love for yourself to end the podcast. Anyway. I fucking hate you. (laughs) I feel like buying a car should be a lot easier. Whatever. (laughs) Like, don't you think it should be easier? Why does it have to be such a hassle? Is it the process or, you know, because like the process is, it's a big ticket item. So it's going to have some complexities to it no matter what. I really think that, like Sam said, it's the idiot you're buying from that's that is true. making it so difficult because most of the problems you've had are like can you believe what this asshole just said like he asked me if i want the red car i said i don't I, no i don't want the red car i ordered the goddamn black car <laughs> you, you fucking idiot so like that is true you know. but like now i'm not looking forward to going there next week to get my car because i know i'm gonna have to spend four hours there with this guy with this guy yeah. in that hot box of a dealership which mm. you've gone with me adam you know how hot it is in there hot and there was like half sloppy boxes of macaroni and cheese <laughs> yeah, that was so weird <laughs> i'm just gonna use carvana yeah. i honestly i think that that is like what's gonna end up happening it's yeah. like people are gonna get so sick of doing this all the time that that's why carvana is gonna yeah. become like the new way to buy a car because you can do everything online they drop the car off to you same thing with selling your car you put mm-hmm. in your information. They give you a reasonable price. People are going to do that for convenience. Yeah. And they're just sleaze balls. Carsmen are sleaze oh, balls. I know. Remember we went to look Perverts, for your car and we were on the lot and you were like, the guy said, can I help you? And you said, yeah, I'm looking for the gray Hyundai Palisade. And he's like, oh, that's funny because I'm looking for the silver Hyundai Palisade. And he fucking worked there. Yeah. The guy working there, Sam, did not know where the cars were Nobody and was walking anything. around the lot with adam and i trying to find a different car but he was walking around the lot like we were yeah like i mean it was bizarre that that is why you've had literally the worst experience ever because they sound like dumb dumbs but i can't wait to get my car so. maybe they they'll be our ba- runner-up std of the week yeah the guys at your hyundai dealer <laughs> fuck them <laughs> but no so the car buying experience it's that shitty. is my hot take it's shitty someone needs to improve it i don't want to put more money into somebody else's pocket than i need to but i am because i want to get this freaking car That's so fair. Just make it easy for me. Send me everything I need. I know what car I'm getting. Let me fill out everything ahead of time. I'll even pay you ahead of time. Like, just let me get it done. And let me walk in there, sign three papers, have a nice day, drive out with my car. That's what I want. Okay, then whatever Larsie girl wants, we will make it happen. Mm -hmm. Because that's what you deserve. Thank you. I appreciate that. And what I want is to say, well, actually, before I go, I I did forget one big thing. We We are packing on the bonus footage this week. Adam Green was has given me the greatest gift of my life so far which was accompanying him on a food tasting <laughs> that was and i think i talked about this last week i can't remember i don't think you did no. i didn't I no I, mm, damn it but anyway i went on <laughs> Adam, a, you're lucky you even did a podcast know, last right? week so oh, 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 oh good one anyway <laughs> fucking asshole adam is getting married um he's doing a big destination wedding that he's doing one local and for the local one he's testing out food and he's went to five places blah 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 i don't know the whole details but anyway he allowed me to accompany him and his fiance to a tasting of food which was just an incredible experience um i just have to shout him out for letting me be a part of that not i just love food and to be a part of a taste testing where you get five 
courses of plates and pasta and even vegetarian stuff since he's a vegetarian and his wife's vegan. I liked it all. And I do it for everyone. And I was there to buy the meat or to try the meat because he doesn't eat meat. And the only thing I had was a, one piece of lump crab. And the rest was vegetarian, and I still enjoyed every minute of it. So that was all I had to say because it was inc- it was an incredible experience, and I can't wait to do it again. Yeah. Wedding tastings are amazing. It, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of fun. The bills kind of like stack up quick. <laughs> yeah, um, which is not a big deal because you know you want to make sure you get the best. But like, four out of our five tastings have been like killer, uh, awesome. Right, the yeah. one last night. Like, I, I don't know how we're gonna make this decision. It's an impossible decision. To make. I, I would not want to be you right now, but I would want to be me going to multiple wedding food tastings. Well, yeah, so I think that you're onto something. There's a lot of, like, vegan and vegetarian yeah. Facebook groups. I think you should hop on there. Mm-hmm. Start making posts. <laughs> I say, love Hi, that. Hi, everyone. My name is Sammy C, mm-hmm. and I know that you might need to order meat for your wedding, but if you don't want to try it, I'm the guy for the job. Oh, my I'll God. Come with you. Just pay for my plate. You I'll add that to my LinkedIn in a minute. Oh, that my God. So I love exciting. that for you. I love that. <sighs> wedding wedding planning is awful. We could have a whole episode on planning a wedding. Yeah, we might yeah. have to. Because. With you two. Yeah. One's already Between, done it. One's in the yes. middle of it. It's Between the two stuff. of us, we have a lot to say. And I was basically Lauren's interim wedding planner. So I got a lot to say as well. Yeah. But yeah. straight to voicemail nation. We have kept you for quite some time. And we hope you're still with us. Because this was an exciting, fun episode. Larzy girl, 136, whatever the numbers are. Happy <laughs> to have you on the show. Adam Green Creative, one of the most creative guys I know. I don't know many, so that's not saying much. But we're happy to have you. We're happy to have a voice of reason in this shit show of, I don't even know what you call it, but it's a shit show. So we're happy that you're with us, Straight to Voicemail Nation. As always, send that shit straight to voicemail, and we'll he'll maybe hear from you next week because you never know with Sammy C. Well, he'll see ya. Uh, <laughs> <maybe> <laughs> <next> <laughs> <week>. <laughs> that was a good time.